Welcome back to Locker Room Dads, hosted by myself, Pat O'Donnell, partner for the Green Bay Packers, and co-host of the show and legend, Josh Brinzo. <laughs> Owns a brewery down there in sunny South Florida, which I am missing right now, by the way. I have gone up to Green Bay, Wisconsin, doing the voluntary workouts, OTA. So Josh is holding it down in the fort in sunny South Florida. I'm here. I'm living. And you are definitely missing out on some warm but rainy weather. You know what's crazy? Um, I know it's cold up there. It's still snowing. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. We're in mid to late April right now, and it's still snowing. But listen. I don't miss that. I really don't miss you, that. You understand it. You were an Illinois guy for a long time. Then you went oh, to yeah. Texas and then Florida, so I completely understand why you're down there. But. <laughs> we have so much to cover on this episode. Josh had a huge life event, finally got snipped, took the plunge, no more kids. Yes. Hopefully, I mean, vasectomies are what, 99% accurate? They all have that 1%? So they say, yeah. So they say. <laughs> so we got that going, talking OTAs, move with the kids, and much more. I mean, Josh, I'm sure you have a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, I, I think this will be a little fun episode. Maybe not... Uh some superstar athlete on our show today but you got us so you're mm-hmm. gonna live with this and we got some hot topics punters are people too man we got i'm a hot athlete that's right. you know that's right i'm here for the show but yeah josh <laughs> walk us through i'm sure there's a million dads out there about to go through what you're gonna go through fortunately yeah. you had it on an amazing weekend i did i mean masters that's the best weekend to do it yes yeah. also most popular weekend statistically to do that did they really was, say that when you go in there yes yes and that was not planned that way that was the only date they gave me so i guess you know for everyone listening who's kind of like on the fence of it i was i, I don't have a problem doing it I'll, I'll start with that i did not have a single issue doing this um and it's much easier for a guy to do this than for a girl um but what? i just wait, don't wait, like wait. girls can have vasectomies well, not vasectomy, but get their tubes tied. Yeah, okay. and that's that's a much, you know, more involved process. Vasectomy, quite honestly, dude, it looked like I got a paper cut. Like, I'll be pretty straightforward about it. Like, it really wasn't bad. I mean, it's stitched up. Yeah, whatever. Um, I was put down, like, put under for it, and I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny because I was in the room, and like you're just chilling on like a table or whatever, a bed, whatever they call those things. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there, they... dude, like a vet. Like you're on this cold table. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on like, like you know a bed, and you're in one of those robes, and there's other people there because it's a surgery center, and you know they close off your little section of that room, but they like give me my IV, and I don't really like needles, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. Get my IV, just chilling there. And I hear the girl next to me get an IV, and she's like screeching, and I was like, yeah, well, that's fun, and. Uh, they start putting something in my IV and I didn't know. And she starts asking me all these just like ridiculous questions. And I just looked at the nurse and was like, what'd you put in there? Cause I know you're just trying to talk me until I start dozing off and we wheel into the next room. I just remember like trying to get from that, that to the table, like the operating table and it being a struggle. Cause it was like an awkward roll. And then I was out and then I woke up. And it was done. So, not bad. Um, uncomfortable for like three, four days, sure. Get some ice. And I hit the driving range in seven days. So, now you're good. back. Any pain right now? Yeah. You good? 
No, oh god, you would never know. Oh, okay. Good. Stitches come out on their own. Not bad. Is weird to see stitches down there, but yeah. Everything so, like what, what, we're back normal. Walk us through the reasoning for the vasectomy. I mean, quite honestly, I just don't want a third kid, so if that's the way I gotta make sure I'm okay with that. Gotcha. So you're a two man kid, family yes. man, there you go. Okay. I, I mean and it really wasn't bad just in general, like it was like a thousand dollars, whatever, with anesthesia. Is that out of pocket? Yeah. So that's considered. There's probably ways you can go through your insurance, but if you do, like you have to be put under or whatever, the anesthesia is not covered. And so it was like 400 bucks. Being an anesthesiologist, great gig, by the way. Big money. Big money plays right there. Yeah, for uh, all the aspiring anesthesiologists out there. Yeah. This dude just showed up and asked me if I've ever been under with anesthesia and if I'm allergic. And I was like, nah. And I've also never been put under. And he's like, all right, cool. And they just left. I was like, oh, sweet. They earned that right, Josh. <laughs> Don't you downplay their job. I don't, well, he's obviously doing more than that. But I was just <laughs> like, hey, you're going to meet the anesthesiologist. And I thought it'd be a little more like, hey, here's the process or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you allergic? No. All right. See you, man. <laughs> so it was easy, though. So, you know, we're three weeks out, I think. Would, would you weeks. highly recommend it? And, well, <laughs> If that's the choice you're wanting to make to make sure you don't have children again, it was a very easy process. I mean, okay, you have three options, I guess, when you have children. Right? I mean, Trojans. in terms of what, not having another children? <laughs> or another child? Trojans, pull-out game, <laughs> vasectomy. Yeah, or, yeah, or your tube's tied, or an IUD, or there's a lot of birth control. That's how you lean, though. You're an extremist. You're an extremist. I mean, <laughs> I'd love to say that I'm going to do it, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. Maybe not yet. I, it's such I a permanent it was... thing. It's such a permanent thing. It's like tattoos. But it I'm can be reversed. Like, I don't know about that. It costs a lot more. They warned me of this. Fifteen to $20,000. Okay, wait. So they can snip you for 1000 and just cut the tube. And, and like, then hey, they you can snip you. Because they know you're desperate. They're like, you know what? That, you it, but it's also it's also a more involved process. They gotta actually like, get in there. When they snip it, it's like they cauterize it in there. But you gotta reverse uh, that and that's a little more in depth. So Fair enough. For anyone on the fence, if you're like, maybe I wanna go back. Michael Scott, snip snap, snip snap in the office. He was going back and forth. He was probably running up the bill too, so yeah, I, I don't think I would ever consider getting it reversed. Even Aaliyah was like, "Hey, if one of our kids died, you know, would you?" She went deep. Want to try to have another? Deep, yeah, man. she did go deep. And I was like, you know what though, I I wouldn't because it's not like I can replace that child. So, you know, it's. I mean, if I wanted a second kid or a third kid or whatever at that point, yeah, maybe. But that's fair. I'm happy where I'm at. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's easy. Anyone listening, don't be afraid. You can get out and play some golf shortly after, but don't lift heavy things. So you want to pivot now? Yes. Are you an uncle? I'm not. No? And I know you might be now. I am an uncle. We have some news. I'm an uncle now. That's pretty cool. Youngest sister. Just had her first kid. My only sister. 
I don't know how I feel. I'm like really excited for her, but I'm like, you have such a long road to go. So shout out to Meg. Amazing job. Yeah. Did a great job. Ryan, her husband, studying to be a neurologist. So he had three weeks off for paternity leave, which is pretty dope. That's nice. Yep. So he was helping, and then now he's back. So now she's by herself with a little kid. Mm. A little chitlin. <laughs> Man. I, I'm interested in what it's going to be like to be an uncle. Because, like, I look at Aaliyah's brother, and he's 15 years old. And he's, you know, he is an uncle. But he has n- no real uncle responsibilities, obviously, because he's 15 and in school. But he does help with the kids. I think there might be some uncle responsibilities that coming your way. I always feel so bad because it's, I'm always in the middle of like OTAs, football, <laughs> when like I want to be there for her. But my mom was up yeah. there for like two weeks and then his mom is coming. So I don't feel that bad. So I'm trying to in the spring to get out there, you know, spoil the little kid and give him a couple onesies, you know. Oh, yeah. Do what I have to do. His to first be football. Uncle. First football. Probably won't touch it for a long time. But... You got to be the funkle. The fun uncle. My sister's great with my kids, so I'm probably going to be a step below her because she's always the favorite. <laughs> she set the bar too high. Way too high. Way too high. But yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward was, to it. Between like being an aunt or an uncle or like godparents, those are like the two things where you like, you got to be present in the kid's life, you know? And it's your sister, so it shouldn't be hard anyway. But, you know, some uncles or aunts or godparents go way above than others and you're like man they're so much cooler i gotta be that i gotta be that i gotta be yeah i gotta beat my sister in her own game it's always been a competition i think between me and my sister we've always had this competitive drive against one another so i'm like listen <laughs> if you want to start this now with our kids you can do that no the gift giving you oh. have to one up her yes yes but I, I feel like I'm not like my wife Shelby is so much better at giving gifts because she knows exactly what every mom needs. Me, I'm like, oh, what do you want? Like a little jumpy? Or a, yeah, but we know what the dads need. That's that. what the show is for. What's when it's your sister? You don't want to mess it up. That's tough. You gotta get her a spa day. Maybe help, that'll be help good. with the kid. Yeah, spa day. Hook her up with a spa day. I think that's good. That's always a good go-to. Guys, if you're listening, just hook someone up in your life with a spa day. She has all the other stuff. She has a stroller. She has the bouncies. Yeah. She has the doona. Did she get the snoo? She does not what have about the, the snoo. snoo. She does not have the snoo. You got to take out a mortgage for the snoo. What? Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It has some really big benefits, though. So For sure. It might be good. All right. Maybe I'll have to uh, work a snoo deal here. Maybe get that out to her, Richmond, Virginia. I do like that. Let's uh, let's talk OTAs, okay? So you left Florida. Your two kids are getting a lot bigger. Tate is ready to roam the streets. He's like sits like it's nobody's business now. Yeah, about nine months. Nine months. What's man. the game plan now with two kids in Green Bay? I mean, Tate feels right at home. This is his birthplace, so he's uh, waving everybody on the street. You know, riding his bike already. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, everybody's really <laughs> excited to see him because he was just a little nugget when we left. So those, yeah. those three months were a huge, huge uh, curve for him and his development. But 
I want to talk about this airplane, though. And we talk about it a lot. We do. Travel's big. And we elected to do the two nap before the flight. So okay. we got two naps essentially in with Tate. Palmer, she got one mm. nap. But then we're like, hey, as soon as she wakes up, we got to hit it. We got to go. Yeah. Long and short, I don't think Palmer's been up past 8 p.m. her entire life. <laughs> and this is, we got home probably 8.30 Central Time. So she was on Eastern Time when we left. She's pushing it. She pushed through, but man, like, you want to talk about a walking zombie? <laughs> we literally were giving her whatever she wanted, like lollipops, cookies, just to, like, get her on a sugar high to yeah. like, get to get to the house. But... Man. So what are we doing on the plane? Keeping them up? Tate, did he sleep? Were his ears good? What are you doing with Palmer? Yeah, I want to talk about the boarding process of the airplane first. <laughs> we thought we had it all figured out. And it's like golf. Right when you think you have it all figured out, it goes to shit. Yeah. We're like, no, we're oh, yeah. we're going to... Sometimes we go, you know, we should be the last people on the flight. Because you wanted to run around as much as possible because you know how long and tedious. Like, oh, yeah. Everyone puts their bags up. No one can find their seat. Like, blah, blah, blah. But we're like, you know what? Let's let's get them on. And we had connecting flights in Atlanta. Like, it's a short flight. West Palm Beach to Atlanta. Boom. Yeah. That one was pretty decent. Got them in the seats. Snacks immediately. Oh, yeah. Got the snacks going. Tate was good. Gave him a bottle. But then, like, you start to, like, get through the movies, and then they don't want to do that anymore. And then you got to rip out a coloring book. Like, my book bag, I had nothing in it but her stuff. Like, it was, okay. it was like, her sleep sack. It was her iPad. It was her toys. It was, and I didn't think I was going to even use it all. And I would yell at Shelby. I'm like, we packed way too much stuff. Oh, man. It, I felt like a magician. I was pulling things, like, out of a bag. Like... <laughs> Having a, like a little bear, like a little animal, and I'm creating a story. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I tried. That's a lot of work. I tried everything, and then you get a break in Atlanta. And you're like, okay, now what? You got to get them to the airport, and we almost missed our flight. Like we were almost mm. borderline running. So I put Palmer on the luggage because she wanted to walk. She kept saying, "Walk, yeah, walk, walk." And I'm like, no, no, no. So I tried to make it a game. So Shelby would walk really fast in front of us, almost like jogging and palmer was trying to catch her on the wheelie bag when i was pulling her a lot of parents looking at me i've gone at the safest thing but i told her to hold on for her dear life and she did, did you make ones they can ride we gotta find that brand because i've seen them i know my mom had one for my brother when he was young i remember it because i was like where was this when i was his age not there for me my biggest fear when traveling, so we're going to Cleveland in June for my grandparents' 60th. And, you know, I've traveled with two kids in the car, but, you know, if shit goes wrong, you can just, like, whatever, pull over. And Aaliyah's in the back with them, so it's not too bad. On an airplane, now you have all these other people around you. I am also flying Delta, so I'll be through Atlanta. I feel like the layover in Atlanta is the biggest tease to a kid. Who is like, oh, yeah, we're done. You know, we're getting off the plane. And then you're like, just kidding. We're in Atlanta for two hours and we can't leave the airport. And you're going to get back on a plane and do it for an even longer period of time. 
it's just a slap in the face. And I think that's tough for little kids. Like Bennett and Tate, their age, like whatever, they probably don't care. But Billy and Palmer at the age where they're like, go, 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 go. So that's like such a tough spot. It really is. And I I thought I had it down, man. I was so confident. <laughs> I was so confident. He's defeated. Uh, no, but we got through it. It was good. It was good. I mean, we had a lot of Midwest people on the flight, you know, like the really down there <laughs> yeah. people. Um, that was really helpful. Like there was someone in the back was making faces. You know, you always have like that one this person. But then you always proper have proper Midwesterners right there. Yeah. Shout out to the Midwest. Greatest people on earth. They have a lot of kids in the Midwest. They do it right. They're family. Well, what people. else are you going to do? It's true. <laughs> they I mean, are family. It's still people. snowing here mid April, like you said. Yeah. But yeah, no, all good. Highly recommend the iPad, snacks, storybooks, yep. whatever you can do. I mean, I was, I had the flight thing up. You know how you can track your flight? Oh, yeah. And it was, that was like a tease. You kind of like look, it's like watching a pot boil. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know it. Like, every minute that goes down, you're like, okay, one minute closer to victory. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like looking at the scoreboard when you're winning the game and you're just trying to hold on. Oh. Yeah, it's tough. It is, it, especially so, at night, I think, because if they miss their nap, they're exhausted to begin with. So I don't know. I don't know if it was the right move. We'd go back and forth. I don't know if we should do it in yeah. the morning, evenings, night. No idea. But we're getting through it. I always I always was a believer of flying, like, super late or, like, first thing in the morning and pulling, like, an all-nighter or something. So you just, like, crash on the plane. Like that, Obviously, uh, don't do that to your kids, but yeah, that works for adults. As an adult, as an adult. yeah, as an adult, like just run yourself to the bone, and then just use that plane to just completely shut down. That's interesting. Josh. That's the best way to do it. That's so interesting. Oh, I love that. Best was I flew to London, pulled an all nighter, and just woke up when I was about to get off the plane. <laughs> it was the best. It was awesome. That's one way Can't to ask for a better experience. It's one way to acclimate, yeah. huh? Hell yeah, it is. Oh, just sleep right through it. Yeah, we're getting transitioning to like taking care of kids. We're getting ready to put Bennett in their school next month. I say at school, he's gonna be at the same place Billy's at, but all day. Yeah. Wow. I know. Wow. And I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I, I mean, we had Billy with us for a while. I mean. Or she would be with Billy's parents or whatever. And so now I'm, I mean, I go to the school and I see how great they do. So I'm not really concerned in that aspect, but I don't want to feel like it's taking something away, you know, like that time. Yeah. I feel like Shelby definitely feels guilty about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Summer only does half days and we're probably going to start to get her into some longer days. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she feels guilty, man. She feels so guilty if, if the kid's there all day. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I mean, I'm not, I'm not maxing out the time. Like you do 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. I would never go that long. That's crazy. But I mean, I take Billy and she loves it. It was raining yesterday and we go in, she's jumping in all the puddles. We get in, she goes, bye dad. And just leaves me. I'm, I mean, I'm happy that she loves going. And then when I pick her up, she'll run to me and be like, daddy. But, you know, taking a six month old baby, that's a little different. He can't talk. He, he literally can't do anything. He just started to roll over. So 
that I'm kind of fighting, like, are we ready? It's definitely going to be helpful for both of us, but still. Yeah. I mean, what's going to make you comfortable dropping on? Making sure that he survives the first couple days and you're like, okay, he's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll be great. I think, you know, Billy can walk in her classroom and we'll be like, how was your day or whatever. With Bennett, it's just like, here's baby, like in the carrier. And then, all right, thanks. At the end of the day, like, you don't know how it was. You can't follow up with them. And I think that's the hard part. But, I mean, we're self-employed. So, like, being able to, like, kind of come and go with our kid throughout the day makes it easier. So, I guess this is more of, like, a real-world check. You know, a lot of couples have to do this. For sure. they both work. And Lee and I both work. We just have a little different situation. Yeah, a little more flexible. Schedule yeah, flexible. but I don't know. I'm torn. I'm excited because it'll be good, but also weird to put my six-month-old <laughs> into school. It'll be fine. Yeah. It is weird, though. Well... Any other subjects you want to cover? I'm trying to think of anything developing in my life currently. Well, you're getting ready for football season. Football season. I just got done with with taxes. That was fun. But parenting-wise, my only fun update, and I say fun, it's probably going to be a lot of work, is that every day when I drive Billy to school, she sees the golf course. And she now calls it golf golf, which is fine by me. I want to teach her to play golf so bad now that she actually gives a shit about it Yeah. because she has her toy clubs and she tries to swing them. And I know Palmer can swing her toy clubs a little bit. I actually want to get serious about teaching her how to play golf. I think I mean, you see videos of kids that like, yeah, you, you see kids at like two, three years old, like actually swinging a club. I, I mean, we're not going for like the PGA tour or anything right now, but. I'd love for her to at least have fun. I think she can. I mean, where we are in Jupiter is the hotbed for that. Yeah. I think if you go out there and just kind of teach her a little thing, it's something to do with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas making it like a chore, like a task. Like, you're going to sit out here and have 15 swings into this golf Yeah, ball. we're not doing that. I'm not that dumb. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah. it, it would be fun, definitely, to do that with our kids. I look forward to that. It's going to be a fun day. Um, <laughs> She'll be better at golf than I am in like a year. <laughs> she's going to have a great trainer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it, though. It should be really good. I'm also looking forward to some of our guests we might be having on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. Back in the locker room. Got a lot yes. of dads in there. I'm really. There are some dads in Green Bay. Yep. yep. We've got our neighbor. AJ Dillon about to have a kid, so he's been adamant that I get him on the show. So we're hopefully doing a little pre-dad and maybe a post-dad. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. And for to all have those him. who don't know, he's a pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy, running back. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, just, nickname just a running back. Quadzilla. He's actually yes. has a children's book that is dropping here in May, so he's gonna push that and. I honestly want to know about it. I'm not, I, I do too. I don't have any like aspirations to have a children's book, but it's pretty cool. It says that you have a children's I, book. Out there. 
I actually think you should work on one. What? Yeah. Quadzilla meets Punting Pat. Mega Punt? <laughs> How they became neighbors. Yes. <laughs> I like it. It's such no, that's great. No, it's such an interesting topic, I think, in the locker room because you hear these side conversations and right now we have a lot more guys in the locker room because it's OTAs. Yeah. And there's a lot of dads. Different ages, oh, yeah. the guys that have kids in college or guys that are in their thirties, like having kids, like at the end of the day, you are a dad and that's what brings you together. You're on the same team. The dadhood unites Not just us. The Green Bay Packers. But you're on the right. same dad team. But I like Yeah, it. I mean David Bakhtiari just became a father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he uh his family is down in Nashville, so he has a little bit extra time on his hands. So he wants to play a little All more right. golf. Hopefully his wife is not listening. But if she is, <laughs> he can't wait to see you this weekend. But Yes. But yeah, we should have some good guests coming on. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. We're going to have a good time. I mean, football season starts up. We start firing them out. Mm-hmm. No, but that sounds good. I'll, uh, I guess we'll update everybody when uh, the new release happens with the A.J. Yes. Dillon father-to-be. Oh, and before we wrap up, we got to give one shout out here. Fellow locker room dads alum, Taylor Gooch, getting the win in Australia. Dude, killing it. Shout out Taylor for the Range Goats. He was on fire. So, yes, shout out Taylor Gooch. Gotta go down under to shoot low. <laughs> That's right. God, he did amazing. Yes. Killing it shooting darts up there but yeah we should check in with him i'm gonna check in with him let's follow yeah. up but anything for the good or betterment of the cause josh no man that's my shout out tonight good you're gonna you're gonna be just reaching out we'll get taylor back we're gonna have him back on and we're gonna get the rest of the range goats are we ever and the goat chain i mean and the goat chain the goat chain i need that goat chain <laughs> Oh, all right, everybody. We appreciate you listening to Locker Room Dads. You just never know who we're going to have on this show. It just keeps crazier and crazier every week. But thank you for listening and tuning in, and we will see you next episode. Mm-hmm.